fun. Welcome back inside the crazy Ant-Man farm. Four times, dude. Four times. Right. Four times the charm. That's yes. Like the, that's, that's the next Peter Berg movie. I got to do the four that's... <laughs> Three is just not enough. No, three is just not enough. Yeah, man, we're super excited. What can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh well this is like uh well one post strike so that's always fun yeah finally good yep. to be back doing still some stuff alive. again still alive that's right I'm still standing <laughs> oh you went there you went there that's Looking fantastic like <laughs> feeling like a little kid there you go feeling um like a little kid yeah. always and and it's your first uh zoom interview with yeah. us so, yeah the past has all been zoom audio zoom, but yeah zoom with you guys but i've been like zooming since covid that's right, right man that's right it's it's the new norm this is how we do it now later. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well life is done exactly exactly well it's good to see you uh this yes. time and uh we're super excited to talk to you got the new film out candy cane lane which is yeah. uh really excited um yeah dude I, got, let, I like, went to the premiere last night i saw it yeah it's Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it like, looks. I'm up. not like surprised, but it was one of these things where it's like, I mean, we're just so in need of a Christmas magic movie that's not a lifetime. You know, like really, the the divorced you know woman moves back to the, her hometown and yeah. meets the guy from high school and <laughs> the one that got away. It's like no. Yeah. No. And it's Eddie Murphy. It's like it's... Eddie Murphy family Christmas comedy trifecta bro like you're just you're done you know oh, what i mean without and doubt and it's funny and then you got like nick offerman in there and you got industrial light and magic doing really great like you know special effects stuff and and really good performances in there i'm working opposite to tracy ellis ross playing her boss and she was awesome like you know talk about someone who's quick and facile it's like it's like she just didn't know what she was in for yeah you know, she's like, i don't know who Who's this fat bald guy? What's the story? And I'm like, <laughs> I like, I deal with the likes of Danny McBride, you know, yeah. John Goodman. Like, there's nothing you can throw at me that I'm not going to be ready for. Oh, absolutely. And the fact that I get to work with Reggie Hudlin again, I worked on with him on um, uh, safety for Disney Plus. Right. And um, we just got a shorthand now. Like, you know, he directed Peter Berg and Samuel Jackson in The Great White Hype. So, Every time that I'm together, and I forgot to do it last night because I just wanted to, you know, leave him alone and let him do his director thing. But we usually take a picture together, and I send it to Peter Berg. And they're like Reggie. So there's this like six degrees of Peter Berg kind of going on. <laughs> um, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, so I watched the movie last night, and it's fantastic. It's one of those things where you're gonna watch it, like you know, it could be one of those cult Christmas movies, you know. And you got the the Christmas bad girl, you know, the you know, you got the bad guy and. You know, all it's all it's got all the elements, and then you know a dad trying to do the best thing, and yep, you know, not not embarrass your kids, but you know, also kind of show you know, and I think like the worst language in there is like ass. I think that's that's about as good as it gets. <laughs> so you kind of like, all right, anybody can kind of watch this, you know? Yeah, and yeah. there's enough like it's kind of fills all the demographics. Like there's a couple of jokes and stuff in there that are. 100% for the adults. No two ways about it. <laughs> we'll go right over the kid's head. They don't even get the references. And then there's stuff for teens. And, you know, it's good. It's funny. It's a very funny movie. I feel like, you know, there hasn't really been a lot of theatrical Christmas movies that have come out the past couple of years. But I will give that to the streamers, right? I feel yeah. like they have been really good about providing us with a lot of good 
holiday movies and i feel like this one is lined up to be a classic because yeah, like you it's said like, it's, it's hilarious there, there's no reason amazon is investing these kind of resources and uh you know i mean just the ilm including ilm in this thing that people do all those stuff for star wars and that, like that's yeah that's and the fact that we did this movie in nine months that's another like amazing thing this this cast you know all the the, the technical stuff of it um yeah, yeah, but you know it's, it's MGM, it's Imagine Entertainment. You know you got Brian Grazer, Ron Howard. Yep. And then you have Amazon, and and the and the reach of Amazon, and the fact that they're doing something different that I think is really a smart. This is kind of the new hybrid, which is releasing the film theatrically, and they did it in New York and L.A. One theater in New York and L.A. and both right. sold out from the minute they did it because right. it's also like, you know, I, I I saw I saw you know Napoleon. This is funnier, yeah. Than Napoleon. And Napoleon's well, yeah. pretty funny. I'll just yeah. let it. Napoleon is. There are funny moments that you're there like. There are. Wow. There are. Sure. Wow. Some a few cringe moments, but um, <laughs> but for the most part, good and a good little history lesson. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. You know. Yeah. Um, but like this is this is funnier. Yeah. <laughs> funnier yeah. than Napoleon. <laughs> like, there, there you go. There's the promo right there. <laughs> the, like, put that on the marquee. You know. So let's uh, tell everybody what it's about though, because it's an interesting yeah. premise. So, and I think everybody actually goes through this at some point in their life. If you're into Christmas, it's about a neighborhood right. competing. Yeah. Like who's gonna yeah. have the it's best based, decorations, it's right? Based on a real neighborhood in El Segundo. Yep. Uh, a wonderful writer named Kelly Younger. I'm familiar with his work for years. Uh, my theater company produced this plays so it was really like another kind of weird full circle thing in terms of like you know i started a theater company with from members of a new york company in la right back in 92 and you know i was an artistic director and we you know we did you know hundreds of play readings and stuff and kelly's work just you know it was like one of those writers that just kind of popped up along for with sure of other writers and so it was just this weird like kismet of like kelly younger holy moly and he's like, James, EST, like he just, we just kind of connected the dots. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, the premise is that, you know, like it, there is a real neighborhood in El Segundo that like does that one-upmanship. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, like one kind of, you know, the, you know, the keeping up with the Joneses, you know, like exactly. so it has that kind of like competition element to it, you know, uh, you know, who has the most money, who has the most, you know, and so there is this. Um, and then, of course, at the end of the day, you know, there's the, that that family thing of like, look, individually, it's not going to work out. Collectively, as a family, this is how life is done. Right. That's a that's a dual that's a dual thing that I think is like really kind of timely right now. I mean, <sighs> so many people came out of that screening last night going, "Thank you. It, it, we, we need this movie so badly right now." There, because again, we're in the middle of you know two wars that are going on. It's sad that we don't, we're at a time where people that are trying to gain power are pointing out the things that are, all the things that we have that are different. And no one's talking about the things that we have in common. That's and right. I'm always when I'm teaching, when I'm coaching people, I'm always kind of going like, you have to look for the human universals of the scene. You know, what is this scene about? It's about family. What's this movie about? It's about family. It's about love. It's about competition. It's about expectations. It's about being a good father. Yep. It's about, uh, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. It's about, you know, love, you know. And so, you know, there's that, there, 
So it's it, it. I think it's coming at a time where we're we're so looking for something a little bit of holiday magic. That's right. And to not so much point out the things that make each other different because that's how weak people rule. That's right. Is they just point out we you know I'm a big uh, you know scientist is great. We have the same molecules in our body as each other. Like there's there's. there's Let's go beyond race. Let's go beyond culture. Let's go beyond, you know, colonization of, you know, of the world, you know, and, and that's really what this is, is what's the difference between an occupation and a colonization? It's, right. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it's like, I, I think there's, I think this is a nice little release gap, you know, like, right. you know, just taking the air out of all the hyperball of, you know, the, the, the blues and the reds and the us's and the them's and the, you know, uh, and 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 a t talking about together, you know, like I think yep. we're coming off of Thanksgiving, where it kind of reminds us, you know, and we're and again, I think we if we look at historically, I think we talked about this before. It's like, you know, coming off of the first world war was a world war and a pandemic, and on the other side of that was the Roaring Twenties. Right. Some of the the greatest pieces of literature were created. Some of the greatest thinkers of our time the greatest music the greatest stories were told <clears throat> the great musicians of that time the louis armstrongs the, uh, we, we go down the list yeah if you look so the roaring so it from that horrific light you know all of us facing death and a and a world war at the same time and now we got two wars going on at the same time right yeah and we just got off a pandemic and there's other little crazy little you know, germs working its way all over the world. You know, it's like from that, from that, you know, Phoenix from the ashes can be some great creative stuff. Sure. And I think Kelly really wrote a really great script that, and, and it's so funny, the Amazon executives, like, I remember when he walked into our office during COVID, we're all wearing masks and he did his pitch and he talked about this neighborhood in El Segundo that, you know, they try to you know, compete with each other and it just kind of gets out of, hand and then also then it's like and eddie murphy is the dad it's like you know he vindictive and he's trying to you know he wants to win and he wants to you know show to his kids what you know what's what it's like to you know to be a winner in life you know yeah and just like just want to live you know so yeah and so uh so again i think i think it's just coming at a really good time you know? absolutely it, it, it's one of those things where i feel like again the irony is i was at the exact same theater i was for my last big huge premiere, which was Spencer Confidential. Right. And that movie, like we did that premiere and then the fucking world went indoors. <laughs> like the world yeah. went like hunkered that the entire planet went indoors. Yeah. And that movie is only like not 87 minutes long, but like people watched it like 300 hours worth of that. Oh yeah. Because yeah. it was like you, everybody could watch it and it's a feel good movie. And so, so you're like, you know, you, Again, I'm feeling so fortunate that it's coming at a time where everybody's like, "We, this is what we need right now." Absolutely, you know? a and movie where everybody can watch it together and nobody's really offended, and you know, the the jokes are good. You know, for, sure. for each different age category. You know what I mean? It's not well, and I love thing. the premise of how they work in the bad guy, though. I mean, who doesn't want to see Eddie Murphy versus an evil elf, right? <laughs> like Always. sign signing over his life to the evil elf unexpectedly, exactly. you know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, everything's fine, you know, and then the and idea like, of... I, I gotta win, I gotta win, I gotta win. I'll exactly. And then it's like, oh. Exactly. Yeah, there's a downside. And there's just great, like, it's just fun. 
It oh. just was super fun. I oh, laughed yeah. out loud. I had a great time. The feeling that people have coming out is fantastic. There's some performances in there where, like, some people really pop. Like, they steal the goddamn movie. I mean, they just steal it. That's awesome. Um, and there's really great performances in there all the way through. And the family is great and fun. And Eddie's great. And Tracy and Eddie are real. That's a really good. You know, she's coming off of Blackish where she really knows how to, like, work off, you know, be right. the, the great, you know, a great mom who holds her own, but, you know, still knows that, okay, I'm going to let the man, you know, play his little guy, let him think he's in charge. That's all good. <laughs> you know, like, so there is that, you know, you know, there isn't even that, that even little married with children kind of like, you know, that kind of like, Oh yeah, go ahead. No, you know, that's fantastic. I, got it, you know. <laughs> I love you though, honey. It's good. You know, yeah. Just do your thing. So yeah, there's just that, you know, I just like how it's coming at a good time, you know, for sure. For sure. So, so, okay. I have to ask. So how did you, well, because you've made the connection with the writer and all the kind of yeah. stuff. Um, do, what, so did you, did you have to audition for it? Was it just something yeah, that, I yeah. Did, I, you know, I had a cool thing happen where, uh, Reggie and I just, uh, we work very well together. Right. Like it, it's a, another, it's almost like another Peter Berg kind of fit, you know? Right. Uh, <clears throat> oftentimes he gets an idea he's about to pitch the idea and I finish the sentence. So it's like, we're already like, and I do that with Peter Berg all the time. Sure. Like Peter will go, well, and I go, and I go, no, I, I was thinking about blah, blah, blah. And you go, Oh, that's yeah. Do that. So it's like, it, it kind of like works super fast. And you know, the big thing is he was, I came in the last two days of shooting. They kind of push things back as one thing or another and people got sick and they had to shut down. And you know, it, it was just a, so I came in the last two days of shooting where I feel like they, um, uh everybody was kind of tired yeah and so you know it took three hours to set our shots up you know mm -hmm. but i came in and did my work in 20 minutes oh you know and reggie's like you're you're an assassin <laughs> like you come in here like we we spent hours getting this ready and you come in and like bing 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 and i'm like i was like dude i'm coming off of gemstones where we do we do three camera and six camera yeah you know right? it's like we like you know when you're when you're knocking out you know five episodes in 10 days right you know or you're doing crowd scenes and you have 10 to 12 cameras it's like yeah this 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 two cameras like two camera pickup establishment of these people this is this is this is play day for me this is a field this is a, a bag of cards forget about it you know like it's, it's nothing yeah but but you know but then he goes that's why and he's like that's why we're always going to be working together you know it's mm -hmm. one of these things where it's like you Time is money. You're coming in. This is the end of the shoot. People are tired. They want to, you know, Eddie was already wrapped by the, you know, the, the, the second to last day, you know, or the last day, I think. And so, you know, that was, that was pretty much it, you know? So when you, you know, I've said this before, I feel like sometimes I'm coming in, like I'm the closer in baseball. Yeah. You know what mm. I mean, I have to throw three mediums, three masters, three close-ups, Right. And get out of the inning. You know what I mean? And so, you know, if I can do three, 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 and I'm good, you know, and also, I think Tracy knew that they set my character up talking about me early in the story, that mm. it turns out that, you know, uh, they set me up so well that when it came to shooting my thing, she knew that it was really more about establishing me as the character because she's got her stuff. But it's really right. all about, you know, now we have to establish his shot. So she was very cool in that regard, you know, for having be on the last two days of shooting. Um, and we just had a good, good rapport, 
you know, we can improv, yeah. we can do stuff. I said, how married are the script? Kelly's like, no, no, no. You know, these are the most important things. You guys do whatever you need. Reggie, the same thing. So, you know, we had this kind of, you know, uh, you know, we were able to play. You know? Yeah. And for me, that's that's the joy. Same thing with Gemstones. It's like we're, we've been picked up for season four. So we got Lucky, which is the writers, you know, put their scripts into HBO like a week before the strike. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. And then the next day, HBO, you know, we, we kind of got a verbal from HBO. Danny wants to go long. Like mm-hmm. ten seasons, he's he's down. Okay. So, but HBO, so you know they, it wasn't official, but we were kind of told, like you know, and they even said to my son, it's like, dude, you know, you think you think going to military school is going to be good? Like this this next season, <laughs> we got we got a whole crazy stuff in store for you. And I'm like, my son's like, what is this? Gonna be? Oh my goodness. So you know, so we don't know what it's going to be, but we know that they put the scripts in a week before the strike, and then the mm-hmm. next day HBO made it official. So we knew we had a four season. We're not going to start probably. I don't think we're going to probably start till May or June, you mm-hmm. know, which yeah. is always kind of it's like hot over there in Charleston. But yeah. um, there has been talk about trying to maybe push and do two seasons back to back, which is what they did one time with the uh, with the uh, vice principals. I mean, yep. These guys yeah. are super organized. They know how to work. So you know, we're all we're all kind of in a waiting pattern right now. You know, I I periodically just I'm very mindful and respectful of john goodman i'm like merry christmas right thanksgiving exactly see you on set like, <laughs> leave it at that you know what i mean oh without doubt and then of For course sure. i reach out to other cast members and i'm like so did you hear anything like, yeah Tony, like what's going on like adam what's happening you know that's right um so we you that's... know like we just uh yeah we just got very fortunate to be to have you know gotten the material you know they got they got what they needed they kind of knew what they were, they, you know, were pitched what the fourth season was, but all the scripts were turned in before the strike. So, yeah, that's good. Um, you know, they're, they, you know, Danny, Danny's been doing this for a while and this is kind of a well-oiled machine. So, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I know I got that coming up. Um, I also did this movie, uh, unit two thirty four. This is a nice little thriller. Isabella, yeah. Ho- Isabella Hoffman, you know, mm-hmm. uh, from orphans, you know, yep. and, um, and then Don Johnson who, uh, you know, yeah, that little 80s, show Miami 80s, Vice. Yeah, eighties eighties television star Don Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna leave it at that. That's I right. Was on the carpet, I was That's on the right. carpet, and somebody said, "Who's on your nice list and who's on your naughty list?" And I was like, well, <laughs> "If we're being honest, going back to you know yeah. being being just being prepared, you know better than anyone else because like we've mentioned at the top of the show, you've been on here multiple times, and this show is built off of." helping the up-and-comers break into the entertainment industry right. so to be that prepared and to just be that easygoing free-flowing you know collaborative spirit i think is so important that i feel like a lot of people they get more in their heads about because they get they get in they're like oh man i only have this amount of dialogue or this many days or whatever what have you and they get in their head to where they kind of stall things, maybe a little unintentionally, right. but I mean, you know, it, it's always good to be prepared and be able to make everybody's lives easier because in return, that makes your life easier. And it, everybody just win. enjoys working with you. Everybody and wins. Like you said, going back to, you know, 
we'll keep working together. I'll bring you that's on right. to that next project right. and how the, that's how you build relationships because man, I'm just not going to lie about it. I feel like, you know, everyone in Hollywood because everyone loves you <laughs> and they love working with you because you're always fucking prepared. And that's right. what we love about you. And you're always down to fucking pass along that piece of advice. Cause we know you're a teacher as well doing your thing. Yeah. And that's the but, other thing I'm trying to raise the next generation of actors to and that next generation may be <laughs> actors in their 50s and 60s. Yeah, right. You never know. One of my students is a 74-year-old retired Damn. judge. Yeah, that's and awesome. some people that are like psychiatrists coming at this, they've been want, they wanted to do it all, you know, raise kids, and they finally wow. get to do what they want to do. And I go, but I, I, I prepare them and train them to go from self-tape to set. Right, right. And I give them notes or directions of what the kind of notes or directions that they would may get on set. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm, I'm, I'm duplicating and replicating what is industry standard. Mm-hmm. Um, if people are doing other things to make money or to fill classes or to make people confused. Um, <coughs> yeah, that's just po- that's just poison for our business. It's exactly. Just, it, just, it lends itself to um, to things like not working opposite the other actor in a scene. You know, to, to, to <laughs> that's the right. Arrogance of getting the arrogance of getting doing all your stuff and getting up and walking across. And sitting in a chair and telling stories with the producer when, when you should be working with your opposite actor right in front. Like I, right. I, I don't understand. Um, now I understand that there, later in Bruce Willis's career, that was a standard thing, and now we understand why that is. Right, right, right. It was a, you know a brain synapse. If that's what we find out about Don Johnson, then, you know, then I'm an asshole. But you know, but I go, that's just that's just it's poisonous to the collaborative process. So for me, exactly what you say is, is I think, I think many people go into this for some of the wrong reasons. And I'll say even when I got into this, I would probably say some of the wrong reasons was, you know, I just want love and acceptance from my father. Right. And so, but I found this community and I found this thing and I found this way to communicate or I found the way to, to influence and affect people in a way that I probably couldn't have affected him. Right. Mm. But I found that that gave me a sense of satisfaction, a sense of worth, a sense of value. And mm. so it might not have been the most best psychological reasons for doing it. Right. You know, but then inherently within that, I found my own kind of voice and I found my own way to express myself. And I found a sense of a power and identity. You know, I've been working on developing mm. my one man show again because now my my daughter is, you know, raised and went to college, right. went to Cornell and graduated and works for Dartmouth and has a full time job and wow. yeah. congratulations. Lives in a house and has a car. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> oh yeah. On you know, like I go I you know, didn't finish my one man show because I was gonna spend the next twenty one years raising her. Right. So right. now, you know, twenty two years later I'm just dusting off this old thing about being a DJ and there was something about it's a very personal story and it was something about I figured out early on that if I put this piece of music on it could affect people in a way mm-hmm. mm. and again acting is 100% a, a, a bigger greater satisfaction of that but as right. we know like you put on a certain song and you and I could we could we could put one song on and you go oh man I remember where <laughs> I was I was in this car we were all getting high. We went to this like drive-in to, yep. you know, yeah. like that song or that's the song I got laid to, or that's the song with my wedding or like, you know, so there's something about art and music that has this indelible picture in our minds. Definitely. And so I think, you know, 
I think we're at a time where people are creating for attention mm. and not necessarily creating for intention. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, yeah. is that they're that they're you're creating because you want you want likes and you want acknowledgement and you want right. and, and really, what are you influencing? Are you influencing policy in two wars? Yeah, right. Or you just pimp it out brands. Yeah, I, well, I go, it's kind of like I don't think that's an inf- I don't think that's influence at all. I think that's just marketing and attention. Right. Yeah. It's kind of you know, like so, what Bob Iger said a while ago recently where he was just like quality positive about Bob Iger. <laughs> quality over quantity, <laughs> which I mean, all, <laughs> all of the entertainment executives, I feel like should be focusing this way anyway. But in a sense to where it kind of the whole entertainment industry, I felt like switched to like that social media instant gratification Correct. with the, the nonstop, you know, and it, I, it, I really hope the story, that you're just switches. getting attention. Right. Exactly. You're not really a storyteller. You're just, an, you're just, you're just, it, it's a, it's a edutainment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yep. You're just, yep. you're just looking for, to, you know, what, what, what bleeds leads. Exactly. And yeah. so, but I do want to say this in terms of the executives, <laughs> I think the shareholders of all that, I just would love to do it here. Cause I said it all through the spring. <laughs> I think the shareholders of all of these multi-billion dollar companies should replace these CEOs with artificial intelligence. (laughs) It's an interesting thought. It doesn't require any human contact. The bottom line is you'll save 200, 300 million in salary. If it's about numbers, if it's about likes, if it's about views, that's not a human factor at all, and that's not storytelling. That's was, just basic accounting. That's exactly which can right. Be done through artificial intelligence. Yeah. So rather than try to replace the storyteller of the human mm-hmm. condition with AI, do it with the executive. Do it with the the, the, the the non-human. They're not in a human thing. Right. The fact that again, I'm not gonna. You know, I, I could I could go on. <laughs> yeah. There's like certain could. there's certain companies that never sent a representative to the mm. negotiating table. Exactly. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have something to do with these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And things that are delivered to your home. Yeah. Yeah. It's not their business. Yeah. Yep. So they didn't right. send anybody to do business because they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and they're very, very kind to me and very generous, but I had to fight for it. I had to negotiate mm-hmm. for it. Right. I had to ask for it. Yeah, it should be a given, but I have to I have to fight for those. Things. Well, I, I so think you nailed it. I think it's the smartest, most economic way to do this is CEOs do not require human beings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you nailed it when you said that, though, about like the ones that didn't, because I feel like that's when Hollywood got in trouble is when these big corporate buyouts of the studios started happening and the people in charge were no longer film guys, people that loved the world. They're accountants. They're, they're, accountants. they're, they're money lawyers. people. It became about the money instead of Correct. about the product, about the content, and about the story. they saw a way in which to go, how can we figure out a way to do it? But that's just, honestly, that's just American. Exactly. Uh, you know, this is, You're right. This is American capitalist view mm-hmm. yeah they did this is no different than finding than being the auto industry yep. like how can we how can we make a machine that puts together that body of a car body without having to have it five people with a pension and a health and right the risks that go along with it yeah if we can figure an automated way to do that and they have um 
we're replacing human beings with with technology that that you know that's going to be part of the thing yeah but i feel like you're right i think once we've once we've made strange bedfellows with those who, who this is not their business model exactly and they're 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 80% of their income is derived from computers or phones or mm-hmm. delivering you know you know having human beings deliver packages for your company in their own personal cars now so they're right. not full-time employees paying exactly. for their own gas so it's like uber it's like uber delivery yeah but now mm-hmm. it's just like it's just on a bigger scale yep so way to go you figured out how to like you know increase your profits and cut costs at, yeah at and 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 when you're struggling and you and you can't find a job and this is you know and there's the, the assembly line is there and christmas is mm-hmm. around the corner i get it you know um doesn't necessarily make it right mm-hmm. it is business it is part of that but i think you're right i think once we've had once we've made strange bedfellows with the tech industry they they apply the same capitalist view, which is increase profits, mm-hmm. cut costs, and pay our shareholders, and then influence policy so we pay as little taxes as possible. Yeah, right. And get the government to subsidize our technology. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like yep. it's like the medical, you know, like so. If you know that's the game and that's afoot, but they're not in they're not in the in the entertainment business. Exactly. You know, this is not what their business model is. Exactly. And so, you know, the people who were at the table were the ones that had the most to lose. Like, we're right. in the content. We're Warner Brothers. Yeah. We're HBO. Mm-hmm. We're Paramount. We're, you know, we're, you know, we're CBS, NBC, Universal. We're Fox. We're Disney. Yeah. Like, we are, our money is based on, like, we need people yeah. to buy our content. We need, we, billions of hours were burned through COVID. We have to replace those things, so it's like we have to feed that animal. Yeah. Otherwise, exactly. we're not we're not we're not going to survive. So the people who had the most, you know, the vested interest were the ones that really kind of showed, showed up. up. People, yeah. The other ones are like, nah, I don't, you know, they'll yeah, figure it know. out. We'll sign. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, that's like, uh, that's what they were like. <laughs> we'll basically sign whatever you agree to. Yeah, it's fine. yeah, we're yeah. good. Yeah. 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 I got some phones to do. I got people. Yeah. Other countries where we got to put the netting up so they don't kill themselves from working <laughs> yeah. the 17 hours. Right. That's you know right. what I mean? We got to, you know, <laughs> just try to figure it all bust out. The union in order to kind of like just have people like in Manhattan, there's people like meeting in the midtown Manhattan with like, you know, bags and boxes and backpacks on bikes yep. delivering, you know, products for, you know, it's like it's, yeah, we're, we're busy doing that. We don't have time for this. That's right. So I feel like we're, you know, we're at a, you know, we're at an interesting time, and we weren't the only ones. You know, the audio auto industry. Yep. Before this UPS, you know, uh, the airline industry is another one that's going to be going through. You know, they're going to be they're going to play a game. Yep. Um, and they should. You know, these people are losing their fucking mind on playing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. You know, what happened to just keeping it to yourself? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You it's... know what happened to like you know what I'm going to bite my tongue and not say what I think. Yeah. Why don't I just put it in a passive email or why don't I just not say that? You know, why do I feel that other people have given me the license now to, to freely? You know, so, so we're at a very interesting and we're also in a power vacuum. I've been talking about this with my students a lot. If like we're in a time where it's about power, it's not about love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the commodity love is just this, you know, it's it's just the thing that interrupts hate. Yeah. So it's like as opposed to like, you know, people raised in the 60s, like the love generation was like, we're all in this together. 
Yeah. This planet is fucking melting. Mm. And yeah. we might have already passed the precipice already, and we're just in fucking denial. Yep. Yeah. So there is this, you know, doomsday spending spree. There is this, you know, uh, you know, YOLO mentality, only live once, so I can say and do whatever the fuck I want, and it doesn't matter because mm. I'm not going to be here in 100 years from now, and no one's going to remember who the fuck I am anyway. So what's the point? That's it. So, but I do feel like that we have to kind of swing back a little bit. And that's the other thing I loved about Kenny is that love wins. Love prevails all, you know, together we win. That's right. You know, united, you know, we stand divided, we fall. And, and there was so much more unification, you know, in during these strikes than I've ever seen before in my business. Agreed. Even within my own union. Yeah. To yeah. The point where, you know, the next president's like, no, we're going to be co-presidents. We're not, there is no two factions anymore. And right. Yeah, because that's always worked to the advantage the advantage of the producers when we're not when we're un, when we're not divi- when we're divided. Yeah, and even now all this you know there's still people trying to you know say no to this contract, and I was just like, come on, man. Oh, right. so so everything that we did fight for, if it doesn't pass, then we're going to try to go back to those same people that yeah, already agreed still... to this. So you think we're going to get a better deal? Yeah, because yeah. actually, if we don't pass this one. Everything that we fought for goes away. We're back. We're back at square one. Yep. That's the mm-hmm. truth. Yep. And ten billion dollars worth of film and television started production, pre-production the minute the strike was over. But yep. there are twenty shows that started on Monday of this week, the Monday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. So you think if we don't sign the contract that the DGA is going to get behind us? That IATSE is the Teamsters. Yep. The Writers Guild. Yeah. So we don't sign the contract. So everybody who's been starved out for the last year because these these corporate you know corporate greed there were they, we have no choice like this is this is the deal yeah. yeah it's not perfect it takes it's but every single country government uh 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 corporation business is dealing with ai the legalities of it the human the human factor of it the moral issues of it we're not alone yeah so yeah. I feel like just the fact that we have something, we didn't have anything before. That's right. But if we don't have this, we're, we are done. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, I mean, agree. it's like, it's very interesting to see how, you know, people that don't really have a vested interest, you know, I, Justine Bateman, I, you haven't been an actress since the 80s. You know, if it was Justin Bateman, your brother, you know what I mean? Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Produces yeah. and directs and acts, and he has some issues. Everywhere. Then I'll listen yeah. to him, but I'm not listening to an '80s TV star who's now pissed off about AI and was invited to be part of the AI. Yeah, and and then couldn't commit the time. So I'm like, you weren't there, you didn't do the work, but yet you want to like piss in the pot, you know, like pee in the punch. Right. So I go, I'm, I'm done. And then some caster that I've never heard before is like gathering 17, 18,000 followers. Thank you for doing this. The actor. Oh my God, I had no idea. I don't know what I'm reading, and I'm like, "Why are you doing it? What's what's in it for you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. James you know, always always bringing the knowledge. For? He's always bringing the knowledge. That's why we love having you on. Like, well, I just feel like you know we we all just want to tell stories, man. We yeah, want to tell stories and move people's lives, and not just influence them on a temporary basis. We want, you know, it was really great being on the red carpet because. 
and it was good. I, I wasn't kind of, they, a lot of them had like these prepared questions. It was like, they were like, they all kind of got together and were like, okay, let's pick these same buzzword questions. You know? Right. Right. So by the, by two or three, I was like, all right, I'm ready for this one. This is good. But the first one I was like, Oh, favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> uh, Home alone. Yeah. You know, uh, it's a wonderful life. Yes. You know, yeah. uh, Planes, trains, and automobiles, kind of. Kind of, sort of, yeah, yeah. You know, like the, the traveling, you know. Yep. Uncle Buck, maybe. I, you know, like, <laughs> like I'm just, you know what I mean? Like I'm scrambling a bit. Yeah. But once I got towards the end of the thing. And then I also, like, but I kept, I kept going back to, like, why It's a Wonderful Life works. Right. It works because the point of being a human being while you're on this planet you have no idea how much of an influence you can be on somebody. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You can change the course of someone's life by something that you said or did. That's exactly right. Most of the time, the people that are in power are trying to make you feel like you're insignificant and you have no power and you have no control and no influence. And it doesn't matter. And that's why suicides are up and fucking drugs are up. It's like, you know, you're just constantly bombarded with, you know, you're invisible, you're less than if you don't do these things, if you're not, the, you know, if you don't follow or you don't like or you don't, you know, and I feel like it's a wonderful life just cuts through all of that bullshit. Yep. Mm -hmm. And goes, every person's life is important. That's right. One life affects another life. It's a wonderful life. What are you bitching about? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the perfect way to end it right there. It's a wonderful life. What are you bitching about? Tell everybody. So the movie's yeah. out now. It's on. It's on Prime, and, yeah, and it drops on Prime on Friday. Yep. It there are, there is a they are doing a theatrical uh, today and tomorrow. Yep. If you're an Amazon Prime member, you just show your Prime card and you get free tickets. That's yep. the other thing nice. I like about this tie-in, which is okay, so you're a Prime member, you get benefits. Right. But then show your Prime membership at the box office and you walk into the movie theater. Yeah, that's the fantastic. Like, we love this. Like, okay. Yeah. You may not have gotten money at the box office, but this $15 popcorn is really great. And this, exactly. you know, 300% markup on soda is really good too. You know what I mean? Yep. So, <laughs> and your kids are going to want all this candy. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, it's Candy Cane Lane. You can't not have candy. <laughs> so, yeah. like, it, it, it's a – I just – so as much as I may have, you know, issues with, and I love working for Amazon. I, you know, I did Underground Railroad and that won a, you know, Golden Globe. And, yep, exactly. And they spent a lot of money to do that right and to allow a really great storyteller like Barry Jenkins to tell a, an incredible heart, really hard fucking story to tell. Yep. And yeah. to do it and, and to do it well and allow him, you know, creative freedom that way. So, you know, as, as much as there are, you know, it is a business and there are corporations, but, but there are people in place who really still care about yeah. telling a good, important story. That's right. And so, and then to be able to kind of change the model a bit where, well, wait a minute, I'm a prime member, but then I can go to the theater and I get a benefit for that. Yep. Mm -hmm. And if I like what I see in the theater, then I can show it to my, like, oh, this is good. I can show it to all my family or people can watch it multiple times. Exactly. So there is a. I'm a little excited too. This is all the reason why I'm pushing for this contract is because there is something in this contract that says, if this thing is a hit, I get a little bonus. I get a little bump. Yeah. You know, yep. it's a little, it, it's a little bit of acknowledgement to go like, yeah, you told a good story and people really liked it. That's right. So we're going to give you a little, little bonus, you know, a little, little, there's a little extra in your, uh, in your bonus check this week. You know, it's like, <laughs> you go to get your check and you're like, hey, 
you did good. Yeah. Good job. You know, so there is something to be said for uh, this interesting model of now we're talking about limited theatrical lease, allowing people to use their 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 membership benefits to to something that puts people put asses in the seats. Yep. These these screenings are sold out, which is really fantastic. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, you know, you're doing it in two theaters, so it's you know, it's, <laughs> I hope it should be sold out. But right. <laughs> there, but there's something I, I, there's something interesting about this model that I think can be it may be a model that really saves theatrical movie theaters. Yeah, I agreed. Agreed. So they're not just subjected to, um, you know, you know, two hundred million dollar you know uh, franchise movies. Yeah, you know, without maybe, doubt. Maybe there's a way in which that you say you're you know you you get the Sundance Channel and and then all of a sudden there's the Sundance release of the movie little bit beforehand you know, yeah like, i mm -hmm. think that's the way to go or there's talk about in the theater um allowing people to watch you know the a video performance of it you know there's so you know there's there's i think we're i think you know we, we can we can change and adapt absolutely you know, the, way, exactly. the way we wish you tell stories for sure yeah for sure completely yeah. agree completely agree well james it's always a fantastic times when you come Thank on you, it's a wonderful life every time that's right it's a wonderful <laughs> life so what are you bitching about that's right exactly <laughs> so what are you bitching about that's my next t-shirt right there it's a like, wonderful life yeah everybody check out candy yet. cane lane yes right. exactly exactly but i'm super excited about it because you're amazing and you guys Thank know you it Anytime Thanks. you want to come back on, open invite, and we're super happy it. that it's we're finally at this point where you can come back on. Yes, where we can talk to you because <laughs> right. we exactly. miss these conversations. We miss these. Conversations. I know. Me, I did. I did an interview like, and then just after my interview, it was like, yeah, we can't. You, you're like, yeah, you can't post it up. You can't yep. get up there. Fuck. Yeah. Now we have to wait all this time, but you know, but still, still potent and still important. But yeah, it's go. good to really be able to talk and. You know, any other questions and stuff you have for me, or we're kind of good to go. Yeah, no, I think I think we're, I good, think we're man. good, my man. Yeah, it's like you I said, you always educate, you always oh, drop yeah. some knowledge, and also it's always you know, an entertaining conversation. Gold gems man. Of, you know, buckets of knowledge. It's that's like, right, that's exactly. right. <laughs> well, listen, man, keep in touch, and like I said, uh, this will be yeah. dropping what next week. Uh, so uh, we're good to go there, and uh, we'll we'll send it along to you so yeah, you can I'm share it. Yeah, I'm a little more it. diligent now. Uh, now that I, you know, I've built it up a nice little like real real followers although i you know almost it's like oh no you just do this and you'll get 10 20 30,000 i was like yeah i got 8,000 people yeah they always show up there you they're go real. That's it. they interact they say yep. shit yep like it's not you know they're they're real 8,000 people that's right like, yes that's right this exactly. is a legit thing because some people are like oh yeah i got 22,000 followers or 100,000 followers i'm like but you only have a hundred views. How do you have 22,000? Yeah. yeah. Like, how's that exactly? Working? How is that? There's something. Yep. Yep. How's that? And you know, how's that working in the, uh, yeah. So for me, I just, I try to keep it legit. There you go. Hell well, yeah. we'll, we'll got, send it along. It. That's right. Uh, sounds good. Yeah. And I'll just blow it out. I'll just blast it out. Fantastic, man. Thank you guys. <laughs> yep. Take Thanks care, buddy. Going, brother. Ooh, boy. I mean, I, I really think we should take away the mantra of the mouth from you and then give it to because I feel like, Neither one. We maybe we had maybe two or three sections between both of us that uh, we get something in there. But I mean, my man, my man is awesome. He knows how to cover all the points. He's been doing this for a while, so he knows what to do. Well, and you know what? He has been doing it for so long, and he's been successful at it that he's just not scared to say what he thinks, man. Yeah, I, I, know. I you know I have a lot of respect for somebody that will come on 
and he's literally on to promote something from Amazon, but then yeah, drops like, it on Burr. like what's going on. And and you have to respect that. You have to you respect do. that. It's like the man is like, I'm a storyteller. I'm an actor. I want to make a difference in people's lives. And this is a great movie, but let me tell you what I think. <laughs> you know, I just, yeah. There's nobody well, I mean, like the James. Just society and the country and everything in general. Like you can not like a certain aspect about something, but you don't have to hate them. Exactly. Like, full and full out. Like that. it's just differencing opinions on certain things. And yep. I think that's what he knows more than anyone else. So it's For always sure. nice to see that different aspect be told in a visual medium like this to where other people can be like, oh, I don't necessarily have to hate Disney all the way or have to do all these no, things. Yeah, I'm exactly. Like, I'm like, I love Bob Iger, bro. Yeah, I know. It's like, wait a minute, don't you? And Bob Iger literally came out this week and said it's – we the people making movies started to go down the wrong path and they were telling messages instead of yeah. just – making good movies and he said we have to go back to where we just make movies and if they happen to have a positive message for the world great but that shouldn't be why we're making them and and so you know and again everyone's valued to their own opinion and it's all good like it's all love like that's that's the thing man that's the thing everyone out there listening it's okay to think differently than someone you're talking to. Well, yeah, the three things to take away from this whole interview with James, right? It's a wonderful life. What are you <laughs> complaining about, right? We all have more things in common than we do apart, and we should just yep. recognize that and all get along. And love always wins. Always. If you, if you can take those three things away from this whole interview, you are, are walking away a better person. And, and, and that's all we can ask for. And, you know, and that's why we love doing this show, man. It just, it just, if we can make one person a better person in this world, it's all worth it, man. Exactly. This is probably the longest tag ever just because we didn't get to really talk. About <laughs> I totally feel like we were trying to make up for it. It's like, by the way, hi, it's us. <laughs> but we love James Dumont, man. He's amazing. Be sure to check out Candy Cane Lane on Amazon Prime with Eddie Murphy. It looks amazing. Honestly, it looks like another classic Christmas movie for sure. that we haven't seen in a long time. Yep. So be sure to check that out. And thank you again, James Dumont, for coming on the show. <laughs>